Amen, amen. See, see, you're gonna have your haters. He is, you see, but uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you what you do. Look at your neighbor. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, every king and queen is gonna have their scars. Amen, amen. But uh, I came here to tell somebody that your haters, yeah, yeah, see, see, your haters, they just coming from their lion king. What's up, everybody, man? It's your boy Morgan Iverson back with another Super Shorts podcast. And, man, uh, we're still in villa season. Uh, very, very happy to be doing that, man. And I'm thankful for everybody that took the ride with us, man. We've been having a lot of fun with this. Uh, before we get into the podcast and, and our and the uh, next villain that we're going to do a podcast for, uh, I wanted to make sure I shout out everybody that supported the King Supreme Project, man. Thank you guys so much on Kickstarter. Uh, if you haven't yet done that, man, you can follow me and Danny on Facebook or Instagram. You can follow us at Danny Quick and Morgan Iverson on Facebook, um, on Instagram and on Twitter. You can follow us at, at the Lumberjacks and at the Ace Blade. Um, and uh, you can also go to www.fourthwallpros.com and it takes you to all of our different sites. And um, we're just really thankful for the support that we got for the project, man. My, my boy Danny and Wally McNair. Wally got put on, you know, an article in the Charlotte Observer, man. Made it for Spectrum News and it's just been a big deal. Made Kickstarter a project we love, man. So it's really big news and we thank y'all. We cannot thank you guys enough for your support. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. I wanted to make sure I put that out there. Um, and make sure I put the website out there also If you haven't followed us And if you're not subscribing to the uh, podcast yet We hope that you'll do so uh, Help us get our numbers up And help us spread the word So that we can bring you better content And bring you content faster um, <clears throat> This week uh, I started working on a new character uh, Named Cobalt Or uh, another nickname of his is B&E for breaking and entering And um, I just got this itch for the preacher <laughs> uh and i just had to do it man so uh i hope that y'all enjoy this man I, I think it i think uh i think the preacher's gonna end up being somewhat like my joker man people love that dude and hate him at the same time and honestly to me that's the best villains the best villains are the ones that you love to hate and uh hopefully the preacher uh becomes that for you if he hasn't already the, he'll be in the next lumberjacks comic and i'm looking forward to getting that with my artist has already started on that and i'm very excited about getting that out there so without further ado this to get you a little bit deeper into who the preacher is and how he goes about his ways and things like that so this is insight into him the preacher and here we go <laughs> Y'all silly. Y'all being silly tonight. <laughs> see, see, I need y'all listen to me close now. I don't want you to miss this. See, see, I need you to understand. See, you're, you're going to have your haters. The preacher said it, slapping the podium with his arm stylishly resting over the edge of it. It was in perfect position to display the $50,000 watch, gifted as a love offering from his congregation from his pastor's appreciation service. He continued, Amen, amen. See, see, you're going to have your haters. He is, you see, but uh, let me tell you, I'll tell you what you do. Look at your neighbor. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, every king and queen is going to have their scars. Amen, amen. But uh, I came here to tell somebody that your haters, yeah, yeah, see, see, your haters, they just coming from their lion king. 
Amen, amen. Let me repeat that one more time just so you understand. Yeah, see, see, see your haters, they just coming from that lion king. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. See, they're scared to let you stand upon Prize Rock. And I'm going to tell you why they're scared. See, they're scared because if you go up Prize Rock, you're going to be up high. And from that high vantage point, you're going to be able to look down low and see that everything the light touches, I said everything the light touches, is your kingdom. Oh, I feel my help coming on now. I feel my help coming on. You may as well say amen. I know I'm preaching good. He said again, stopping to give space for his adoring congregants to stand and applaud and yell words of encouragement as they hung on for every word. I said everything the light touches is your kingdom. He said as the musicians harmoniously accented his decoration and the church broke forth into praise. He allowed the music to play for a space as he laughed, turning to wink at his armor bearer who ran out there with a fresh bottle of Fiji water in the interim to quench his thirst. After minutes of dancing and yells of hallelujah, he skillfully picked the perfect moment to come back in and take control of the canvas. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Praise him. Praise him. Jesus, precious Savior, he's worthy to be praised praise him praise him praise him praise him jesus precious savior he's worthy to be praised See, I need y'all to listen to me here close tonight. I need you to listen to me now. See, see, I, 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 I see when you know your worth and when you know that every servant has this place in the kingdom, you realize that your scars are really just memorials. Amen. Amen. See, your, your scars are just memorials. Yeah, yeah. See, it's just a reminder to allow you to understand and remember what it is that God brought you through for you to receive your crown. He said as he continued and the congregation swayed back and forth to his every word raptured in the message of the night. He serenaded them perfectly as he motioned to his ministers of defense to commence with the offering place. Yes, yes, and it's in that same spirit. It's in that same spirit. It's time to give. Yes, it's time to give while the spirit is heavy in the room. Remember, it's better to give than to receive. Some of y'all's hair weaves and grieved, and as y'all prepare your seeds, <laughs> I'm just playing with you. I'm just playing with you. <laughs> I'm just playing. Y'all stand to your feet. He said as the imposing ministers took up the offering, glaring into the souls of the congregants, looking for how much to place in the place. They got to the end of the collecting of thousands of people in attendance when the armor bearer wiped his brow for him. He removed another silk handkerchief and to wipe his face and his mouth as the preacher waved him on hurriedly, motioning to the musician to play a tone of welcoming music. As the music started, the armor bearer recalled recent events as he stared into the sly lit eyes and smile of the preacher. Days before the revival, the preacher had been in a martial arts training fighting a select 12 of his followers. He'd beaten them all handily at once and now insisted to take on the former MMA champion who reigned before Terrell Durham took the title. They touched gloves and started to spar. The preacher circled around the former champion as the champion sheepishly teased lunging forward at the pastor. Don't take it easy on me now. I need to test myself. I sharp as iron, so go all out. 
he said as he reassured the champion. I can take it, he said, slightly smiling as he feigned a lunging kick at the champion. The champion playfully lunged again, tapping the preacher on the shoulder to let him know that he could have hit him. The preacher grew frustrated. His countenance changed, and he lunged forward, kicking the champion and landed a right cross on the champ's nose. The champion was surprised by the attack, the strength of it especially, because he'd been lightly pawing at the passer before that moment. The champ shrugged his shoulders before feigning a genuine smile, attempting to mask his irritation at the passer. It hit him so hard as he felt blood trickle from his nose. Come on now, I'm not paying you to come out here bullshitting. Come on, the pastor said, more serious now. The preacher had somewhat of a rush from landing such a good blow on the champ before they circled each other again. The champ planted his foot and whacked the preacher in his right leg with a Muay Thai kick, almost crippling him for a few seconds. The minister of defense standing around the room encircling him pulled their guns and some of them rushed forward preparing to snap the champion in half. No! No! Get back before I slap the fire out you! Go on now! The preacher exclaimed, wincing at the pain of the kick before settling back into his next attack. He lunged forward to throw another cross at the champ and he, and he countered it, intercepting the punch with another kick to the preacher's leg, buckling him before the champ feigned to lurch forward to show the passer he could have hit him again. The preacher on one knee responded somewhat playfully to the champ as he reached down into the cuff of his silk purple training jumpsuit he was wearing. Good one, good one, I like it. You know what they say, pride comes before. The preacher spoke as he moved swiftly to cut the Achilles tendon with a razor blade that he had tucked in the roll of his pants. A fall, he finished as the champion screamed, not able to believe what had just happened. <laughs> the champion said as he started to fall to the ground, losing the ability to put weight on the foot and any confidence at all. The preacher leaped forward into the air, attempting to kick the champion in the face to end the fight. The champion let out a groan as he rolled away from the danger of the first kick. The preacher continued throwing attack after attack in succession and barely missing as the champion skillfully evaded him. The champion, still low to the ground because of the cut of his Achilles, punched the preacher in the inner thigh, furious at what he'd done. The preacher winced again and prepared to cut the champion, slightly missing before the champion built his energy in his good leg and sprung up to punch the preacher in the neck. The preacher lost his breath for a few seconds as the champion swept his leg to bring the preacher down to his level and punched him in the face in the same spot repeatedly. The ministers rushed in and snatched the champion off of the preacher who stood up with a bloody face laughing maniacally. <laughs> Wise of the serpent and gentle as for rentals, I told you not to hold back. Maybe next time you'll listen and heed the word of a man of God. The preacher stated as the ministers beat the champion and drug him over on his knees, kneeling before the preacher. Touch not my anointed, the preacher said, punching the champion repeatedly, laughing as the blood splashed on his face, raining punch after skillful punch to the bound man's face. And do my prophets no harm, he emphasized as he slit the throat of the former champion with the razor blade. The S-Champion slid to the floor in shock, holding his neck as he breathed his last. The preacher glared at the armor bearer, snapping his fingers twice as the armor bearer fell over himself to try to get to his master quickly. Call Mr. DeMaurier and tell him I need an increase in the potency of the portion. What good is it doing me if I take this stuff and it doesn't work on champions? Am I supposed to kill Lumberjacks with this and I couldn't kill this fool? 
He yelled at the armor bearer who sheepishly fumbled their phone to call DeMaurier Pharmaceuticals. He turned to his 12 disciples and beckoned for them to come forward. They nervously inched towards him, covered in blood of the ex-champion as the minister stood around them aggressively insisting their compliance. Uh, here you go, Pastor. Uh, try, try one of these. He, he said it will enhance your abilities enough to kill 20 men with these. He, he did say, Pastor, the armor bearer continued, his shoulders hunched nervously as he discreetly stepped out of range to be hit by the pastor as the preacher swallowed the serum. He, he he did say that, that, that you need to heal more people to have the doses take longer effects and strengthen the nanites in your system faster to augment it permanently. Dharma's finished penitently afraid of the repercussions. The preacher smiled, snatching another silk handkerchief from his servant to wipe the remaining blood from around his eyes. 20 men, huh? I have to test that out later. I've got 12 here now. The preacher said, smiling as the 12 men still woefully inching forward at the behest of the ministers hemmed in behind them. Schedule a revival for the weekend. Time to heal some souls for my goals. The preacher said as his body briefly convulsed in reaction to the serum before settling in an invigorating fashion. Back in the service, the armor bearer reflected on the 12 followers who died just days before the service that night. As the congregants brought their seed offerings to pay for their prophecies and the healing of the, from the preacher, the armor bearer did all he could to settle his soul. He was a soldier for someone, but was no longer sure what army.